Do you want to get smarter about your health but feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction? Well, I deeply understand that, and that's why I want to find a source that we both could trust, you and me, and I found this podcast. So let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter, healthier choices every single week. And don't just take my word for it. (laughs) Avid podcast fan Joanne's Apple Review says this. Joanne's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is always informative and always understandable. And that she's definitely a healthier person listening to this and following Zoe's advice, which I love. We love sources that you can trust. And if you're ready to join millions of others like Joanne, transforming their health and like me, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to your podcast. I promise you will not regret it. It is an awesome show and I've learned so much from it. Go check it out. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sometimes in life we go through moments where... The doors in our life close, the cycles end, and we step into new experiences without knowing what's on the other side. And through this, we learn so many lessons, so many deep understandings about ourselves. And this process of transition, this process of metamorphosis, this process of rebirth is truly one of the most spiritual experiences that us as humans get to experience in this lifetime. And today I have the most perfect human to talk about this topic with. Or just like what's going on in both our lives and just really relaying lessons and having conversations about what's been on our heart and our minds and and our souls, really. She's been on the podcast before. And actually, a couple months ago, I premiered the episode that we did like one year ago. And I redid it again because it was really one of my favorite episodes. She's probably my favorite guest that I've ever had on, even though I love all my guests. But I feel like it's truly because of the friendship and the relationship that we've created through meeting from the podcast and our friendship has transitioned and grown and like even when she walked into the studio today I was like damn I feel so safe with you like I feel like I can just let my guard down and truly Hannah Jarrah is one of my favorite people in the entire world and I'm just gonna gas her up real quick before I bring her to the mic because I just love to hype up my friends I've literally never met somebody who is so kind and so insightful and so introspective yet literally so fun like I literally feel like we could laugh and vibe and smoke a J and have literally the best time ever and then also have the most deep insightful conversations I've literally had with anyone I just feel so safe in her presence like I'm like mother is mothering I feel so safe make me soup make me tea take care of me (laughs) because literally her presence is just the most warming feeling and I feel like it's because of the light that exists within her that she spreads to the entire world and Guys, I'm so excited to have the one, the only, wholesome hand, Hannah Jarrah. Welcome to Skinny Dipping once again, my love. I am so happy to have you on today. Hello. Thank you for having me. Dude, I'm like smiling and cheesing so hard right now (laughs) after that intro. That was so nice. I I love love you. you. I love you too, dude. I can't believe like over a year ago we met like through the podcast and now I'm like, you're literally one of my best friends. I love you. Whenever I need advice from somebody I really trust, I'm like, Mm. I need to get a voice memo from Hannah right now. Yeah. No, I'm so happy I can be that safe space for you. You know, you're equally that for me. It's a blessing, this friendship, to know you, to watch you grow. I'm just so excited for all the places that we're going and to see <laughs> us evolve this metamorphosis that we just, like, keep experiencing. It's not stopping. Yeah. And, yeah, it's a blessing to be a part of the ride. It's a blessing to be back on Skinny Dipping. Yes. I'm excited for our combo today. I'm so excited. <laughs> and metamorphosis is really the theme of this entire, like, podcast season. And, like, it's just because so many of us experience it and... In the last year since we've recorded both, you and I have experienced quite a bit of metamorphosis and change and growth and the whole chrysalis to unwinding of the wings to really beginning to take flight. I feel like that's the phase that both of us are kind of in is like 
I feel like we're both really taking flight right now, but like the metamorphosis wasn't like so easy. And since the last time we saw you, like what's been popping? What's been going on like in your life? What are the lessons that you've been recently learning? Give us the down low. So many changes, honestly. Last time we talked, we were in Oahu. We were in Oahu and that was the first time I ever lived on my own. So you were getting like a season of my life that was very new but empowering and I felt like I was coming into myself a lot but like when you asked me what lessons have I been learning I feel like the main thing that's been coming through these last couple months is like trusting your gut trusting Mm. where your gut tells you to go even if it doesn't feel like your most ideal next step if that makes sense like your brain is coming in you're like logically this doesn't make sense logically this doesn't feel that safe this feels unknown this feels scary but for some reason like I have to do this yes and I remember that was the feeling you had when you were like I'm gonna move back home yeah you're like I'm gonna move back home you're like I have no idea why but spirit (laughs) is telling me to go home yeah and you're like leaving this beautiful apartment on the east side of Oahu Mm -hmm. like what was that experience like completely uprooting and going home what a Mm -hmm. concept of returning home why did you feel like you had to do that it was really interesting I think living on the island it made me feel more grounded than I ever had but also like I guess lonely is the word I was missing connection and my family I think before I moved out I had this feeling like the environment that I was in was kind of causing the problems in my life and then I moved to a place that was like such a safe space for me and what do you know the problems were still there if not (laughs) like louder in my own mind I just had this feeling like go back do those years over that you didn't get to have with your family again and you know let spirit work through you when you're home let yourself have these hard conversations that you've always wanted to have my mom's getting remarried in a couple months too so it kind of just felt like a way to close off childhood and return to myself I think I was having a loss of identity I guess towards the last couple months of living there so Follow the call. Follow the call. Even though it didn't really make sense. I literally remember being in Oahu in, I think it was August when Mm. I came. And you're like, I feel the call to go home. You're like, but it doesn't really make sense because home is chaotic. Home is intense. Doesn't always feel like home. Definitely. But you still felt it. So like, what does that feel like, that gut feeling? And how do you know to follow it? Because I feel like that's where I get lost. I'm like, Mm. is it my intuition? Is it my anxiety? Like if someone else is experiencing that, what would you say to somebody? Mm. I think you need to know the difference between the feelings of what intuitive nudges feel like in your body versus intrusive thoughts. Because when it's something that is right for you, it's going to not make your heart race. And even if it's telling you something dramatic, like leave the relationship you're in, like you don't want to hear that. But hearing that it shouldn't cause so much like, oh, my God, like, how do I do this? Like, it should feel like, okay, like. I know that I need to do this. It feels like a knowing. It feels safe inside is the best way that I can put it. Totally. Like when you had this nudge, you know, you felt the nudge to go home. You felt the nudge to end your relationship. It felt peaceful, even though it was about to kind of blow shit up. Like, I don't know. Like, what does that feel like? That deep knowing? Like, do you feel it like in your stomach? Do you feel it in your heart space? Like, where do you feel it in your body? Or do you feel like it's a thought or a feeling? I don't know. Just like, how do we describe it? mm, For me, it's very much a feeling in my body. I feel like it softens me like my heart I feel like anytime I take time to clear out the noise if that's like doing some type of workout or just going for a drive and screaming my lungs out I'll have these like moments of clarity and in those moments of clarity it's kind of like this is the next best step and something that I've been trying to tell my wandering mind is like you don't need to look at the whole staircase you just need to look at the next best step like Mm -hmm. what feels like the most aligned step that you can take like go in that direction and follow it I think if you don't listen to your intuition the whispers become screams Uh. if you're in tune with it I just think it's something you can't avoid like it's just gonna lead you where it wants to take you and you brought up my relationship I guess I just had this pull for a couple months like spirit kept saying you need to be alone and I didn't know why now I do I mean, I've been able to reflect on a lot, and honestly, I've been in a relationship the last seven years of my life, and I'm 22 now, and it's scary to not have someone, like, there with me and sharing, like, the good and bad moments with someone, but it's also really empowering, and 
makes me feel like now I can really be present with my unfolding of who I'm gonna become and all this nurturing energy that I always wanted to use to like pour into someone else like now that gets to go back to me to my friendships to my business you are in your nurturing era for <laughs> sure like you've been in nurturing mode I feel mm -hmm. like since you moved back like yeah what was that like like moving back changing relationship status being alone like <laughs> as someone who also has been in a relationship eight years and mm -hmm. like there are sometimes thoughts that come in being like is that what I need like it is the scariest fucking thing to think mm -hmm. about being alone like I'm like that's so fucking scary and the fact that you like did that is so incredibly brave mm -hmm. because I've had thoughts come up like that and like this isn't a secret like I've also communicated this to my boyfriend like mm -hmm. when you're in a relationship for like seven eight years since you were like 18 you're like yeah I'm gonna fucking question if I need to be alone and grow on my own of course but like to be honest, I've been always too scared. So the fact that you mm -hmm. did that is like so fucking brave. How did you harness that bravery like to do it? I will preface this by saying I did not come out of my relationship in the most gracious way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. It got messy. And I think once I decided like I need to pull myself out of it, I guess my partner wasn't like fully embracing that. And I kind of just was like, no, I need to do this. Boom. And did some like, like, it just Self, didn't end like, the Some sabotage. Self-sabotaging, yes, which but, brought a but, whole new level of lessons. Like <laughs> Totally. But I also feel like the self-sabotage is needed because like sometimes like when you love somebody so deeply, it's like really hard to let them go. And mm -hmm. like sometimes it's better to just like fuck shit up for a moment so that you can be on the other side of it. Because yeah. I feel like when you're in it, like you just can't see clearly. You're like blind. Like mm -hmm. you're like, where am I going? Now that you're kind of like a couple months out of it and experiencing like a new wave of energy coming in, like how do you reflect back on it I feel like a whole season of my life got slammed shut and I don't feel like I see clearly the way out of it yet I just know that in these tower moments that I've been experiencing is paving the way for a new foundation for me to thrive I don't know it's really hard to put words to it and make sense mm -hmm. of it all because it's just it's a position I never thought I was gonna find myself in and I didn't think it was gonna take as big of a toll on me as it has but really it's just been this like way in to myself that I never I, I feel like I always have just like actually no I had a lot of time to myself on but I feel island. like you poured a lot into other people even if you weren't physically pouring into them like you were thinking about them 100% a lot yeah so it's freed up some mental, mental space, space for sure and I know we we're t you said slammed shut so I'm seeing this visual of like the closed doors. Can you talk to us about like the closed doors? Not necessarily in your life, but mm. just like theoretically, like people come and they think that this door is open and they're going through it. And then all of a sudden it slams in their fucking face and they're like, no, mm. <laughs> like, no, the door's shut. What the fuck? And I know we were talking about this, how like closed doors are genuinely the biggest blessings that yeah. you can encounter. Something I always tell myself is redirection is protection. Mm. When something doesn't go your way, what if we just trusted it is going my way? It is working out for me. There's a secret order in this disorder. Mm. I think that it's really hard to trust that in those moments, especially when you want something so bad and you worked for something to stay in your life or for a certain opportunity and then it kind of just has other plans it's protection even yeah. though it doesn't feel like it I just feel like in my life like all the moments where I wanted to just throw my hands up in the air and just be like god I hate you universe <laughs> <laughs> literally <laughs> like I, then a couple months later or whatever I'm like oh like I guess I grew from this I guess I got some lessons out of it like, I guess I, I get see it. how you're working mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so in this process of life, guys, I actually find that we were talking about this earlier and I find this like so interesting that this is a common human experience, but it is this idea of like closed doors. Like even for example, like a couple weeks ago, like I thought everything wasn't working out with LA. I thought like all my plans were falling through. Like I didn't even know if I was going to be able to record at Spotify. Like I was feeling like so down and it actually all just rerouted me so that we could go to Joshua Tree and me and Hannah yeah. went to Joshua Tree and that was just like magic and so fun. Like I feel like we just like had fun. And like we just had a little vacation like we weren't like crazy like spiritual in Joshua Tree, but we we're just like having fun vibing at the pool 
thrifting, eating food, like so good. And I've just noticed like every single time there is this like closed door, it's like, okay, why is it closed? It's because maybe it wants you to pay attention to another opening. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I genuinely think that it is like so painful to experience the disappointment of what you thought was going to work out, not working out. That is like so tough. It literally feels like a death of self because once you identify with an idea, once you identify with the way things are quote unquote supposed to be or how things were supposed to work out, all of a sudden then that idea almost becomes a part of you and a part of your identity. As soon as we put my, me, I in front of anything, we identify with it. And I'm reading The New Earth and it's kind of like telling us like, okay, but you're identifying with all these ideas of how things should be. So when they don't work out, then then there's this incredible like disappointment and literal death. Like, Mm -hmm. do you feel like it's a literal death that we experience as humans? Like, Yes. I think you need to mourn yourself, Mm. honestly, because I think there's so many different versions of ourselves that we're going to experience in this life. And when, like we were talking about closed doors, when those happen, like, you got to mourn it for a little before you're like, all right, that was protection onto the next. Like, no, it's a very heart wrenching process, yeah. painful process. You're mourning who you have known yourself as. And not only that, but the future you saw yourself in or the people you saw yourself doing that future with. It's literally a complete collapsing of that complete collapse it's like literally the roman empire collapsing like (laughs) that's literally how i felt about now it's like two years later of me like having the breakup with my other podcast host and like it's just like that is like a huge example that i've seen in my life like that was a huge morning of how a timeline could have been or how things were quote unquote supposed to be or just the timeline of how I thought things were going to work out completely shifting rug being pulled away from me mm-hmm. and it's so crazy to like step back like years down the line and be like oh my god I was so sad and thought like the world was ending I thought I was literally dying like and that everything I'd worked for was like done but in reality it was just like the beautiful like new budding of what was to come and like I just am so curious like everyone experiences this how do we begin to navigate through this transitory experience like life is just so transitory like we're gonna have so many cycles of death and rebirth and Mm. like so many cycles of times where we just feel like everything is done that we worked for and then something new is budding yeah what about the in-between like (laughs) in between like death and then the new life yeah the in-between's weird because you do feel you're like okay this route I was planning on taking, there's no way I can take it. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't look back. My dad told me something, and he was like, you can't be driving your car on the freeway and only looking in the rearview mirror. You're going to crash. And if you keep preparing for this new life, but you keep looking at what's behind you, like, you're going to block your blessings. Mm. But that's where, when you're in the in-between, I think radical acceptance for where you're at is so important and also not intellectualizing it Mm. I think that with acceptance is just like allowing like okay this is where I'm at and I don't know what it's going to look like on the other side of this but I'm going to be with myself and I'm going to hold myself in this space and let myself be dramatic for a month if I want to and cry every day and struggle but you know with that I'm going to also pair it with my toolbox of you know these ways I can pour into myself and pull myself out of these states and it's just like You have to treat yourself like such a kid in these moments, like one foot in front of the other day by day, because if you get too wrapped up in what's next, it's so consuming. Totally. You can't keep intellectualizing it. And I know I really do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I know you kind of do that, too. (laughs) 100%. And I know everyone listening here is like, I also do that. Yeah. Yeah. The intellectualizing of the experience, especially once you get into self-improvement things, I feel like is really overwhelming because you're like, I've learned all these tools and skills and now my ego is coming in trying to fix everything. And it's Mm. just like, wait, that's really not how life works. Like, it's going to take you on a ride. Whether you intellectualize it or not, you're going on the fucking ride. You're getting on the coaster. You already bought your ticket. You're standing in line. You're on the coaster. You're not getting off just because you start thinking about getting off. Like, just because you're thinking about it doesn't mean it's going to stop you from the experience of the whirlwind that you are experiencing. And it seems like you've really experienced a freaking a whirlwind. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. with everything. Like, yeah. what is the biggest lesson that you feel like has come out of that whirlwind, out of that acceptance during that transitory period? Because I will say, I know that you can be hard on yourself, but from the outside, like, I really, really do admire how much you are able to give yourself grace Mm. like I feel like you really do like even though you may think that you're hard on yourself like I see you from the outside I'm like no Mm. like you're really good at giving yourself grace and like that is the biggest thing I feel like in this transitory experience like Mm. thank you for saying the giving yourself grace (laughs) thing first because that came from years of being an asshole to myself so now (laughs) I'm like okay like I gotta be a little bit kinder because I'm stuck with myself at the end of the day. So Mm. I've been kind of on the opposite spectrum of just like overly loving on myself, which is fun to be on. So I feel like the main thing that I have now gotten out of this period of like accepting and giving myself grace for this death I'm experiencing and the over-intellectualizing that I was doing for a second is that I don't need to do that. Like when, (laughs) when you leave a relationship, I think it's a really good time to soak up all the lessons and to think on what went wrong what went right what am I going to carry with me in the next season of love whenever that enters my life (laughs) not looking for that but um. (laughs) but yeah now I'm on this like opposite end where I'm like chilling like truly chilling is such a sacred spiritual experience Like, we don't need to be doing so much. And Mm -hmm. it's actually healing and spiritual to just go dance with your friends one night. To play a song that makes you, like, scream. Even if it's a quote-unquote low vibrational song. Like, okay? Okay? Literally. I'm a human. Like, I I want (laughs) to listen to the music in this earth realm and not, like, have this checkbox of, like, oh... It has to be high vibrational. Like, I can only get what I want in life if I only experience this, this, this. And it's like, okay, if you say so. Like, if you say so. Like, literally, we can make up the rules at any point. I feel like, especially in the spiritual community, like, it's such a misconception around, like, low vibrational things. I think we should completely just remove the words high vibrational, low vibrational, because that's just your judgment. That's just your ego coming in trying to make sense of things. It's not how things are. Totally. At all. Like, it's not what is. Mm. And I'm so for that. Like, I feel like I was so hard on myself around, like, drinking or going out or smoking weed. It's something I've been super hard on myself about. Mm. And I'm just like, man, I'm fucking human. And, like, to stress about it is, like, hurting me more than actually doing the act itself. To shame myself for being human, for doing human things, for being 24 and being young and fun. Like, shaming myself for that is hurting me more than just, like, the deep acceptance of, like, yeah, I'm in my fucking 20s. Yeah, I want to go out. I want to drink some wine. I want to dance with my friends. Like, I want to listen to that song. Like, who cares if, like, the lyrics aren't high vibrational? Like, I don't know. It's just, like, why put ourselves in so many boxes when the point of, like, this spiritual experience is to literally get rid of the box? Yeah. Like, I'm like, we're trying to remove the box, but then people are trying to put us back in the box. Why are they doing that? (laughs) I'm like, girl. A hundred percent. I feel like you're one of my friends in my life that is such a good example of the importance of clinging on to play and just, like, not taking things so seriously like literally Kayla and I will be in line somewhere and she's just dancing or like spinning in a little circle smiling at the strangers like you're a walking fucking light beam I swear to god when you go places and like like I'm like social but like it takes me a while to warm up to people for sure but you just like ooze this attitude of like this is a playground like this is the divine playground that we are in and we get this one time so drop the expectations and the pressures and just let yourself do what you want like Mm. especially if you're relating to what we said earlier in this episode which was the death and rebirth process like that's fucking heavy that's a lot if you're feeling like you need a break from it and just go play with your friends do it don't punish yourself don't make yourself sit there in your little hermit mode because you feel like that's what you need to well if you feel like that's what you need to do actually I fully support it but like listen to the nudges is also what I'm trying to say and it's also about the different chapters like sometimes like you have chapters for like healing and hermit mode and like maybe being super in your meditation practice and in your routine Mm -hmm. and then you also have times where Bitch, I want to fly to Europe or I want to go to Bali and I want to party with my friends or I just want to like kind of forget about all my responsibilities and just like enjoy life. And 
although I do love like certain routines that keep me on track and when I fall off I'm like damn I should get back on that probably Mm -hmm. but also it's like to make myself feel bad about not being on it is doing nothing just do it when you have the impulse to do it if you are feeling like you need it if you're feeling like oh I haven't been in my meditation practice like discipline is so important but like also play has its season like Mm -hmm. it has its season and we're all gonna go through the different cycles and seasons of death and rebirth and I'm really in a full season of play right now Mm. and like I feel like what happened this last weekend I noticed like I set the intention to like be in my inner child and be fun and then something came up where I felt the judgment and I really feel like this last weekend was such a deep test from the universe being like Mm. do you want it Are you willing to kind of look silly? Are you Mm. really willing to not care what other people think? Are you really willing to embody your full, like, play inner child? Truly my neurodivergent self. Mm. Like, I feel like that's the side of myself that comes out when I'm spinning in line, (laughs) smiling at all the strangers, and I'm like, I'm just a little neurodivergent queen vibing out here. (laughs) It's like so many of us have that in us and yet are so afraid to experience it. I don't know. I know you relate mm. to that because, like, yeah. I love it when it comes out of you. I'm like, Aww. I'm like, silly Hannah, come out. Let's <laughs> fucking go. <laughs> like, yes. uh. Yeah, no, that's so true. Being okay with being misunderstood. I think, yeah, just giving yourself permission to be is a huge thing. And it's something I'm really working on right now. Like, I, I mean, we talk about this in between. Like, I'm very much in the in between right now. And that's okay. It is okay. It's just like, it's so nervy because like (laughs) it's up to me like no one's gonna save me I can have all the support Mm. in the world I can have the best coaches whatever it's me it's me versus me at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and maybe me stepping into my power and letting my voice activate and making the moves I've been wanting to make will lead to being misunderstood by some people or certain opinions and I have to be okay with that because I have to value myself and me living in my light enough to just do it, to just Mm. allow it to be because whose lives can I touch if I do give myself permission to bloom is my word of the year. Like if I do give myself permission to bloom. Oh, wait. Yeah. I didn't know bloom was your word of the year. It is. That's an amazing word of the year. I love what you said about being misunderstood because, bro, I'm getting so many chills right now also. Me too. with what Spirit, where are you? You're, she's just like right with us. Like just like yeah. <laughs> giving like nail tickles on both of us, our spirit guides. No, literally though, I'm getting so many chills and it's because I relate so deeply to that to the point where like even thinking about that makes me really emotional is like being misunderstood I hate being misunderstood and yet this whole thing of like being on the internet like I remember the first time like one of my TikToks went super viral and I was super misunderstood and like the pain that I felt and the tears that I cried and friendships with people that I thought like multiple friendships with people over like the last seven years that I thought really understood me and really knew my heart and ended up not seeing me for who I am those are one of the most painful things I've ever experienced was literally being misunderstood by the people that I thought understood me most. And that is so painful. I feel like that's kind of like also similar to what you've been experiencing, like in your departure of your relationship, yeah. your departure of relationship. It's a breakup. My ungraceful exit. <laughs> like you're being misunderstood, but I understand you like in the whole process of like kind of blowing shit up. Like I understand that so deeply. It's like for me, I see it as like, of course, like, if you subconsciously wanted to be out of a situation, you would, like, blow shit up. And it's, mm. like, to have people that know your heart is so important, but to be misunderstood is so painful. And it's so interesting because in my last conversation, I said this, but it's coming up again. And I feel like if I were to, like, tell you, like, I hate your blue hair, you'd be like, I don't have blue hair. <laughs> so it doesn't matter mm. what you say. But if someone judges you and misunderstands you, if you don't understand yourself, like, there's this aspect of, oh, maybe they're right. And, like, that is so fucking painful to feel. So I feel like to be working on how we feel about ourselves and our self-worth and knowing ourselves so deeply to the point where we accept ourselves literally all phases. Like, Mm. I love myself in my wholesome era, but I also love myself in my crazy era. Like, sometimes I I can love myself in my toxic era, honestly. Totally, yeah. And I feel like you saying that, like, hit so deep for me because I was just like, wow, like, being misunderstood is so painful and yet the most human thing ever because everyone's constantly being misunderstood because literally humans project everywhere they go. How do we deal? Like, obviously, like, we don't have the answers, but, like, if we were to potentially think of how we could deal with the thought of being misunderstood, like, what would you say to somebody else? Because I feel like that's the easiest way to give advice is to think of it in another person. Yeah. Because we don't have it figured out. 
Yeah, this is a, like a good question for me because I'm like, hmm, how can I be okay with being misunderstood? I think something that's really been helping me is just reminding me like nobody can make the need to be understood go away from me. Mm. Like I kind of have to just not give a fuck. I don't know how I would advise the person feeling misunderstood right now, but I know that it comes from within you, like you feeling like there's areas that you've been rejected or maybe not seen clearly finding where that's first stemming from like I know for myself this was a really touchy subject because I feel like there's like a lot of moments where I just like royally mess up with my life but then like overall like I know I'm a good person and I know my intentions are pure and my heart is open to help anybody that's in front of me but then I just kind of like like for example like nudes getting leaked in middle school uh-oh scandal <laughs> oh my god I'm not like, the scandal no not everyone thinking i'm a thotty when i went to a christian school and really i just wanted to send this to like my man but then like like who gives a fuck but 13 in that year moment me, end of, of the world end of the world like same with like your first boyfriend like ended in a bad way kiss my co-worker okay <laughs> it's not the vibe like it makes oh hannah's this way here's hannah again and it's like okay and we she, all fuck she up. Messes up like so when another opportunity to be misunderstood fell in my path a couple months ago i was really proud of myself because i dropped the shame i dropped the need to blow up the people's phones involved and in being like i'm sorry da 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 and the over-explaining. Over-explaining is such a trauma response for such me. Because I me felt too. like I couldn't get my voice truly out as a kid. So I just would try to put every word out there and still it would land on deaf ears sometimes. And, and it does. That's the thing. It's like it doesn't even matter what you say sometimes. Because sometimes, especially if you are in that trauma response, the reason that you are in that trauma response is because that person isn't safe. And therefore, they are mm. in receiving mode. Like mm. they are not somebody to receive that. Like. I've been in those situations too. Trust me, I've fucked up so much in friendships and in my relationship with my partner where I am like, just do something that's fucking toxic, (laughs) honestly. And it's like, I love that you responded in that way. And it's like, when we respond differently, when we act differently, we create different. And like, that's what I've been really meditating on right now is like, if I want a different life, like I need to make some different decisions this time when the pattern Mm. comes back up. And it sounds like this is a pattern that has come up. Mm. This feeling of like, needing to over explain right totally yeah you have to understand yourself and it's okay if there's many moments around your life where you were heavily taking in how other people were perceiving you and were doing the most to like get everything squared away so you're on the same page as everyone but at the end of the day it's like you just want to be your authentic self and feel like the people that are around you see that and sometimes you need to just like not care about how other people are thinking about you when you're in this process of like reconnecting with that yeah and becoming a new version of yourself like because it's like when you are becoming a new version of yourself some people in your life who related to the old version of yourself are gonna think that you're whack they're gonna think that like "Mm, she's fucking up she's out of alignment whatever but it's because they're connected to the old version of yourself not this new version of yourself that's emerging metamorphosis no i relate to this like literally so fucking deeply dude i'm thinking about what advice i would give and what i do when i begin to feel misunderstood Because I'm like such an actionable girly. And something that I do that comes up for me is I will call somebody that I know fucking gets me. (laughs) And I will just be like, do you feel like I'm whack right now? Like, do you think like I am like being so fucked up? Like, for example, like this weekend, whatever, like I was being in my like flirty, bubbly mode era and some people were judging me for like being really out there. And I called my mom. I was like, mom, like, I don't know. I'm just like feeling so judged. Like I'm feeling like people are judging me and I feel so misunderstood. Like I felt so misunderstood because I was like, I feel like this is just how I am. I didn't think it's that bad. She just put me in my place. Like sometimes you just need a reality check with somebody that you really trust. And I promise hand, like I will always be that person for you. Because even with this whole situation where, you know, you are misunderstood and like, kind of blew shit up in your breakup like I understand that so deeply like I see that and I don't see like Hannah's a bad person because she did xyz Mm -hmm. no not at all I'm like you need to get out of a shitty position and that's how you were gonna do it Mm -hmm. and like to have somebody come into your life that you really trust and like reality check you and just be like no those people's perceptions are not it this is how I see you because I know your heart like when you know somebody's heart like the way that you see them is 
so different. So I think if anybody is feeling so misunderstood, like having that person to call and be like, can you tell me if I'm out of line? Like I will call Kaimana Mm -hmm. and I will be like, do you think that this made me sound like a bitch or do you feel like this is me setting boundaries? Like I will just feel confused. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and to have somebody, one or two people in your life that you can genuinely turn to and be like, either tell me it's okay or put me in my place like I need some radical honesty yeah and that's also what it sounded like you were getting at too originally like how you are beginning to take this radical responsibility for yourself you're like nobody can save me Mm. like I had that experience a couple weeks ago or like a couple months ago and I sobbed Mm. literally sobbed the thought came to me no one is coming to save me except myself. And I literally broke down and sobbed. What has that experience been like for you with taking that radical responsibility? Humbling, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Humbling as fuck. Literally. Um, whew, yeah, radical responsibility for yourself. It's something I've been saying is like this comeback. Because if y'all don't follow me, I'm not the most active at the moment, <laughs> but like I'm about to be. So yeah. Hopefully by the time this pod comes out. Hopefully by the time yeah the pod comes out, there's gonna be like some fluidity between my relationship with me and my business. This comeback is so personal because it's an apology to myself. It's an apology for standing in my own way, choosing to play small, letting my energy just go into other people or substances avoiding Mm. self-sabotaging self-loathing isolation in my mind like loneliness I guess like not really doing the proper (laughs) socializing that we humans need to have um, (laughs) for our mental health (laughs) for our mental health and it kind of hit me like last month I was like really taking some time after the closing of the doors that we have discussed to just like find the lessons but I was like, okay, I feel like I found the lessons and I'm in this in between, but I have to be the one to now open the new door and pull myself out of where I'm at. And I know I don't need to do it alone. Like I know that each person I believe is so divinely guided. And I think that this universe reciprocates your energy, your vision. And when you take an action, it kind of communicates to what's beyond us that like we're taking this shit seriously we're taking our journey seriously and we're ready for what might come in the path next and that's kind of where I'm at with all of this right now I literally love that because to look at your life and to think about what you want to change is one thing but to look at your life and be like I'm actually and actionably gonna do something about it that is a whole different message that is a whole different memo to God spirit source universe whatever you want to call it being like I'm ready for this. Like what I want, I'm ready for this and I'm going to prove that through my actions. And I feel like you even fucking coming to Joshua Tree with people you didn't really know, like that was an actionable step. Like you weren't in your social girl era for a moment. Like hermit mode is important. If anyone's in that right now, that's okay. That's part of life and that is important. But also socializing and being young and fun. And for me to just be like, hey girly, do you want to go Joshua Tree next week? Super last minute. I'm going to book an Airbnb. Want to drive us all and also like driving on the fucking roads for you is even like stressful i'm like you fucking proved to the universe like you're ready for this yeah. and then we got back from joshua tree and then we all went to the club <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day universal studios so we were like whoa I just we were in our social phone. era we were that was so unlike me but maybe it's like on the other side of this door like maybe that's a part of it i, don't I think know. it's a part of you that wants to come out you're fucking gemini i know you're fucking gemini gemini's are meant to be social like I know you have your Virgo parts you have your cancer parts like you have your Aquarius parts which are all actually quite introverted signs but you have your Gemini you have your Gemini and she's gonna pull through for you and she wants that and I feel like our sun sign especially is like such a big part of our like child self Mm. who we were when we were younger or who we wanted to be when we were younger and I feel like you showing up and putting yourself out of your comfort zone like that was like a true act of devotion to the person that you were becoming Mm. I don't know if that resonates yes it does I also think like that was just me saying yes more like I'm just trying to be open to experiences and like I don't know like I was super tired after Joshua Tree and all that because we were just on one and then I came back and I said yes to going to my brother's show like I'm just I'm like trying to say yes more and just seeing where that takes me and it's also like if you're someone that's in the hermit phase or just like feeling really crippled by these big feelings like I want you to know that that's a space I was in for a lot of months 
And I would have to recoup after like two hours of socializing for like two days because I feel like it set my body so in this like fight or flight state that I was working to get myself out of. But it's so beautiful to witness yourself in this journey and like noticing that instead of having like two day recharge moments where you don't talk to a single soul and you're like reconnecting with safety in your body, like you now have little moments that anchor you and make you feel safe throughout the day like for example if I'm spending a whole day with people at any moment I can remove myself and do some hands on my heart breathing in the bathroom for a couple seconds or I can play a song that grounds me and shake in a cold shower or Mm. like you start reintegrating yourself in the real world yeah now I'm at this point where I'm kind of doing that saying yes yes and I love that and you did that multiple times like you're like I'm gonna go remove myself for a second And I do that, too. It's, like, so important. Like, I actually, like, took a page out of your book because you were like, oh, I'm just going to check in with myself. I'm going to remove myself, check in with myself, see what I want, kind of remove the noise for a second, and then come back, and I'm going to let you guys know my decision. And on Sunday night, I was, like, so tired. My voice was, like, giving up. But I still wanted to hang out with Kaimana guys because it was our last night. And they were going to the pier. They were going to Santa Monica Pier. And I was like, I don't know if I want to go to the pier, to be honest. Like, that's Mm. touristy. Like, but I really wanted to hang out with them. And so I literally, everyone was sitting in the car. And I got out of the car. (laughs) And we were about to leave. I got out of the car. I walked, like, 15 paces away. I just had a moment, hands on my heart, took a deep breath and checked in. Is it a yes or a no? Do Mm -hmm. I go? Do I don't? What does my spirit want? And it told me to go. And then I came back and they were like, what were you doing? Are you okay? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I was just checking in with myself. And I took that page out of your book because I saw you do it when we were at Joshua Tree, removing yourself, checking in on yourself and literally just taking a deep breath, putting your hands on your heart check in is it a yes or a no do you want to go do you not want to go like mm. you just have to remove the noise remove the stimulation for just a moment and I feel like it just takes practice like to get comfortable integrating the spiritual world and the social world not spiritual world necessarily but like you're more like solo internalized introspective self and your social self I feel like it doesn't have to be this extreme to another extreme like yeah. I'm all in this era or all in another era it's about sprinkling in all the different parts of yourself and finding that balance and I feel like you're learning to do that in like such a beautiful way and it was so obvious at Joshua Tree it was like mm. we're having moments to ourselves, yeah but then we're also being social and then we're saying yes and I didn't expect you to come to the club I was just like didn't want to pre- I wanted you to come but I didn't want to yeah. pressure you I, I didn't know if you were going to want to come and then you're like I'm coming and I was like oh my god <laughs> yes I was just like this is so fun and unexpected yeah and the fact that you did that I feel like shows that you were like trying to get sprinkle in comfort zone yeah and, and also in the balance yeah, yeah and get out of your comfort zone I think especially after being in hermit mode like because I understand because like on Maui like I was for a while like not seeing any friends the only person I was seeing was Hobbs and my parents and working and my therapist for like a good like four months and when I first started to get out of it I was like super anxious because I was like this feels so uncomfy hanging out with people and then I started hanging out with my friends again and I was like why was this so weird in the first place but it just Mm -hmm. took me a couple times and a little bit of practice to like get into the motion you know what I mean yeah I feel like we have almost like uncovered the metamorphosis in like different words almost like we have the closed doors that we chatted about and how that leads to open doors and how that has kind of taught us that life is very spiritual whether you are in your spiritual quote-unquote practice or not like literally just living your life allowing yourself to go out allowing you to be in your social era sprinkling in all the different things like I just see this whole pattern of how both of us have grown and that's why I was so excited to talk to you today because I feel like I'm very much on a similar path where I was taking things really seriously (laughs) like really seriously (laughs) and now I'm like "Mm, I don't have to take it so seriously and I guess I'm just wondering like If someone is actually feeling like, okay, I'm also ready to start giving less of a fuck and start really caring less about how other people see me or being okay with being misunderstood. Like if we could do like a little like challenge moment this week to kind of like cover this, what would be a good little challenge? Think about like where your attention goes, your energy flows. Mm. So if you're constantly thinking about the past and people's perceptions and stuff, like how can we harness that? energy and now put it in places that will actually benefit us Mm. our health our social life our 
business we want to build mm. family connections I love that it's like about putting the spotlight back on you yeah like how can you take your perception off of what everyone else thinks about you or or what you need to do for everyone else or who you need to be for other people and literally just be like the spotlight is on me this is literally my life yeah. <laughs> and like even though some people might be like Meow, that's so self-centered it's like well i am the center of my world <laughs> yeah. i've been saying wife to my life yeah i'm like my thing lady. Right. you're the wife to your own life yes wife yes. your life ladies <laughs> we love to hear it no and i feel like that's so important is like how can we put the spotlight back on us and be like okay and i think that's the best way to do it is like by looking at your connection to yourself by looking towards your health looking towards your business looking towards the relationships with your family like that's how we put the spotlight back on ourselves. is like take the attention off of he said she said yeah and put it back on what are you moving forward to yeah that's been my theme a lot lately in life is like what am i moving forward to i know it's so important to like be present I think that's really important, but I think a part of being present is also having, you know, an understanding of where you want to go. And mm -hmm. when you have that, it gives you something to look forward to. Yeah. Like new projects. Even right now I'm working on like my hormone health. Like that's like a project I'm working mm -hmm. towards, like for my health, for myself. And that immediately since I started doing that, like put the spotlight back on me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like if we can do something this week that reflects that we are putting, I don't know what else to say besides spotlight. Yeah, I don't like know. calling our energy back to ourselves, mm. calling our power back, allowing us to be in the driver's seat of our life. Mm. and really intentional like I feel like maybe the first challenge could be like every single day when you wake up the rest of the week I want you to call your power back what do you say to call your power back Han? at night I say I recall all energy back to me with divine care whoever and whatever is living off of my light energy run that back get your own it's actually a song, but I'm very like... Wait, that's sick. Yeah, I think it's by Corey Jones. Will you say it one more time? Okay. I recall all energy back to me with divine care. Whoever and whatever is living off of my light energy, run that back. Get your own. But you don't have to. Wait, no, I love that. Wait, can you say it and then I'll repeat it? Like, but in small, smaller okay. segments and then I'll repeat it. And everyone, if you're listening to the podcast, I don't care where the fuck you are. We're all saying it together. Okay. Like, we're saying this together. I'll repeat after you, but say it in shorter segments. Okay. I recall all of my energy back to me with divine care. I recall all of my energy back to me with divine care. Whoever and whatever is living off of my light energy. Whoever and whatever is living off of my life energy. Oh, light energy. Whichever. <laughs> Run that back. Get your own, bitch. <laughs> Run that back. Get your own, bitch. Wait, I love that part because it makes it fun. And like, yeah. that's what I've been really embracing is like the fun of spirituality and the fun of being connected to the universe and not being like, you can't do it that way that's not serious enough it's like it's none of this shit's serious no. being human is the least serious thing that our souls ever came to yeah. do you have to do it in ways that work for you 100 yeah. percent. and even if you don't want to like say that before bed <laughs> like hands on the heart right like breathing in cleansing breaths and on the exhales like feeling like anything that isn't yours is just kind of like flicking off you yeah you know and you know showers are a good way to do mm -hmm. this i also because i'm very empathic like you could put me in a room with people and all of a sudden i'm like oh why do i feel so shitty oh because this person feels <laughs> shitty and, and i I'm feel it, it up, you yeah. know but like put your hand on your forehead and your hand on your belly button and if you feel instant relief you're probably picking up something that isn't yours Mm, that is like such a good tip and trick we literally love, love that. that trick and like literally at any moment just being like i call back my energy to me now yeah. like it can be that simple but i love what you say <laughs> get your own run it back <laughs> run it back get your own run it back get your own that's so good no but literally that is so good i think that is a challenge for this week guys is like literally every single morning or night or both call back your fucking energy yeah like no one deserves to have that that is yours that is yours to claim that is your power like embrace that call yeah. it back because we do give our energy away every single day i feel like for you especially like and me both of us being on the internet oh yeah that's just crazy every time i've had a video go viral i literally feel people taking my energy and i literally have to like protect myself visually and energetically so deeply and ground myself so deeply if a video goes super viral because mm -hmm. i'm like so many different people around the world right now are picking up on my energy yeah and they're taking little parts of it and i'm like i call back my energy now 
Mm. And even anytime you think about somebody who has hurt you, we reconnect those cords in those moments. And it's just mm. important to also visually or physically cut those cords and like call back that energy to you because it's just a part about being an energetic being. Like yeah. nothing right, wrong, good or bad about it. Yeah. It's just we're energetic beings and it's what happens. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yay, that's such a good challenge. Yeah, because that was good. Yay, okay. Thank you. And Han, where can we find you? Where can we find more wholesome Han? wholesome healing I think it's so funny what? that that's my name because I just like it you don't want to be a wholesome. good ring to it right y'all like wholesome hand but it's just funny because I'm not always wholesome I'm just Hannah like, <laughs> yeah you can find me on Instagram wholesome hand TikTok wholesome hand and by the time this podcast launches I will have a podcast of my own hey. and it's gonna be called wholesome fucking healing and I called it that because wholesome healing just does not do the healing journey justice to me. I don't <laughs> want it to be like, I'm a teacher. I have healed. Come to me and learn how to. Like, I just want to normalize what you can expect from diving into an inner journey with yourself. So and it's messy. It's chaotic. It's messy as hell. So <laughs> <laughs> it's chaos. It's chaos. You but, guys will hear about it. Yeah. If you find me there. <laughs> yes. Literally go listen to her podcast. I am so excited. Hopefully soon I'll be a little guest on the pod yes, when you start having guests. But yeah, in the meantime, go check that out. Everything will be linked below, guys, because we need more wholesome hand, wholesome fucking hand <laughs> in our yes. life for sure. And I love that you add the fucking in there because some people are like, I love you, but you just swear too much. And I'm like, then you've come to the wrong fucking place. Literally. I'm sorry. You like, I'm sorry, but not sorry. How I talk? What? Yeah, no, it's like, <laughs> sorry. Like you said, like, I'm not a teacher. I'm a person. Yeah. <laughs> like, even though we all are healers and teachers in our own way, it's just like, I don't know. It doesn't have to be that serious. Exactly. Like, like your soul in progress. It's mm, like, yeah, that's what we all are. Yeah. What does soul yeah. in progress mean to you? Soul in progress to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I never asked that, <laughs> but I feel like I had to. To me, it means embracing the humanness of this journey, embracing mm. the fact that I'm never going to be like this shiny, polished, like, new being ready to get into the world with like new lessons i'm constantly going to be having these like uprooting i guess of certain parts of myself and it's just going to be so much more beautiful if i witness myself in this process mm. in this progress of becoming who i know i'm supposed to be i love that no it is embracing the humanness and that's exactly what it is for me yes. too so thank you for seeing that and thank you for coming on my pod beautiful everyone check out her podcast i'll see you guys later Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> Love you. Warmer, sunnier days are calling, so fuel up with them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. If you are like me, sometimes you can forget to feed yourself when you're super busy, and that's why I love Factor. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious and great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore and you can have as little or as much as you want every single week. And if this interests you at all, I'm going to give you guys 50% off only for skinny dipping listeners. So head to factormeals.com slash skinny 50 and use code skinny 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Win-win. That's code skinny 50 at factormeals.com slash skinny 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Go check it out. It'll make your life so effortless and nutritious. As the weather is getting warmer, it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I've wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul and I don't want to spend a fortune. I'm constantly wearing the 100% washable silk slip dress and people ask me all the time where I got it from. I've also now got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking on trend year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Kintz cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Kintz only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which you know is so important to me when it comes to clothing brands. Get warm weather ready with Kintz. Go to kintz.com slash skinny dipping for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash skinny dipping to get free shipping and 365 day returns. 
kints.com slash skinny dipping.